Hey guys, welcome to IP Series COVID-19 Edition. So, um, what we do here basically is we talk about everything IP related from copyright, trademark, patents, industrial designs, trade secrets, um, traditional knowledge, plant varieties, um, and also recent IP cases and developments globally. Today's episode is going, it's going to be an interesting one. So, um, if you're new, please keep listening. If you're an old listener, thank you for um, always listening. And yeah, stay tuned. today's episode we will be talking about the battle of marks in a likelihood of confusion in a logo and a word mark so as per tradition we have two case studies we have the prepare against apple ink and the reels against reels so this is what confusion is all about so trademark as an ip can be in form of a name word logo sign symbol slogan um, smell um, that can be used to differentiate one brand from another brand and the main thing about trademark is that it has to be in consistent to use it has to be consistently used um, for commerce so yeah just stay tuned and i'll give you guys a brief uh, background about this case study for this episode so so our first case study, Prepare against Apple Inc. Um, Prepare is a company owned by Natalia Monson, a food blogger uh, with about 11 years in her portfolio, uh, was accused by Apple Inc., a trillion dollar company, for using a peer logo, which they claim is similar to their Apple logo, um, that it would hurt their brand because it had um or it has a minimalist fruit design with the right angle leaf i mean come on guys do you agree i don't actually um so now if you listen to my um re valentino case against the united states um patent and trademark office where um there are um rock stored spike application was opposed this is almost like the same case now in a trademark um, application the final step before you are awarded a trademark certificate or issued a trademark for your mark is um, the opposition stage now um apple opposed um their um peer logo application which was published in late 2009 so anyone opposed to it can raise an objection and that is how apple inc came into the picture now this only gained or became viral when um, um iphone canada made a publication on the 8th of august 2020 and since then we've seen i've seen a lot of ip practitioner practitioners talking about it giving their own perspective so i'm going to give my own perspective from the nigerian um ip um angle um so yeah stay tuned and i'll share my thoughts on whether or not um, apple has a case or doesn't have a case but we'll see how everything turns out so what are the grounds for opposition of a mark um first of all the person applying that has no intention to use the mark um it must be 
confusingly similar or identical to a previously registered mark and in this question um, the Kia logo is not similar or identical to an Apple logo um, the trademark is likely to deceive the public that is not the case here um, it is scandalous uh, immoral in nature and likely to cause confusion I, I see no confusion um, really um, the mark in question would contain a geographical name no geographical name again um, the applicant is not the true owner of the mark um, I think it's cl pretty clear that Natalia Monson um, is the owner of the prepare mark and Apple Inc is owner of the Apple Inc mark so there's no uh, confusion here as to who owns um, the mark in question um, the trademark um, contains some restricted words such as patent copyright red cross um, the use of the coat of arms of Nigeria or um, names of chemical substance and that's not the case here um, so yeah so who can also who can oppose um, a trademark application any interested person including a third party they give notice of their intention to oppose um, a trademark application now in order for your trademark to be registered it has to be distinctive in nature uh, you can see this in section 9 of the nigerian trademark act um, especially paragraph c which provides that it must be an invented word uh, it, ha it must have no direct reference to the character or quality of um, the goods um, and any other distinctive mark um, the evidence of the mark distinctiveness is also required um, section 10 provides that the mark must be capable of actually distinguishing um, the goods or the services so for a mark to be known it takes a lot of work um, investment over the, um, over the years um, IP registration based on the territory um, so in order to enjoy legal backing and protection and also prevent other people from using it now um, from my research I found out that prepare already has um, already registered trademark in some countries and the US was um, the recent one they were doing and that was how Apple got to you know um, oppose um, their trademark application when it was published um, late last year so trademark also um, can also be protected in some instances where you have used that mark for a very long period of time um, um, trademark protests um, the name logos design signs symbols um, of a mark and uh, not the invention or the idea behind the product trademark is visual in nature um, it's pretty obvious that the peer logo is different from the apple logo and also not in the same class as um, the apple logo there is also no not going also not going to be um, an element or out of unfair competition so because prepare um is not in the same it's not in the same class or, or line of business as apple there's not going to be any competition however and these are the elements of um what can be classified to be an act of unfair competition um causing of confusion where you go into the same line of business just to cause confusion among amongst consumers um discrediting your competitor and also using um misleading um things to deter the consumers now according to article 10 
apologies i'm a lawyer i can't help you according to article 10 b b's subsection 3 of the paris convention which is um, a treaty for the protection of industrial properties such as trademark patent um, industrial design um, utility uh, model service mark trademark geographic indication and, and unfair competition which nigeria happens to be a party to um since um september september 2nd 1963 um i'm um, sorry um ip protection is also an investment so what i just stated as the um elements of an unfair competition is what you find listed in article 10 b's of the paris convention so ip protection is an investment which is why um you see well-known or famous brands or marks and being protective and somewhat aggressive um, in their actions, which can be termed to be bullying. I know last year I did talk about the Harry Book case, but that was kind of um, a valid instance. But we've had instances or I've seen or read instances where a big brand wants to, you know, intimidate a smaller brand into giving up their trademark. And at the end of the day, they might end up buying up that company or going into some sort of partnership but that is not the case here um so what are the elements of a trademark um infringement so the mark infringement must have um, a positive image or reputation just like how apple has its own um positive image and reputation the eyes of the consumers um that the infringing mark could damage their goodwill and reputation that's not the case here um, that they have the exclusive rights um, as the owner of the mark. So, another question I think people want to know is, can another person in another territory or region or geographical um, area use the same trademark as you? Yeah, sure thing, they can. So far as it doesn't overlap, um, they can do that. However, um, under the common law, um, a trademark owner who chooses to expand um, to your territory where you are um, where you have the similar mark and they can you know use that trademark in that region even if you have been using it before um, from an earlier from an earlier date um, so now in this prepare and apple ink case i would say this doesn't apply here as a pear fruit is different from an apple fruit even if um, the pear fruit has like a right angled leaf and um, so yeah so under section 17 of the trademark act it provides that um, in a scenario where you need a preliminary advice on whether or not your mark is distinctive in nature um, you can make an application to the trademark registry or registrar and uh, stating that you wish to apply for an advice as to whether or not your trademark appears to be capable of distinguishing it from another and um, the registrar shall have the power to give the advice asked in the application now subsection 2 provides that if the answer is in the affirmative that if it says yes or confirms or consents or supports it this must be done within um, three months of the advice giving and the registrar after further investigation um, can give a notice of his objection um, as stated in section 18 sub 2 
um, to the acceptance of your application um, on the grounds that the trademark is not capable of distinguishing the applicants um, of distinguishing um, the goods in question and the applicant shall be entitled to a refund of any fee paid um, in filing that trademark application so i think again another this is one of the reasons why you should hire um, an ip lawyer in question because when you're doing your your ip application other than doing the search you can also do a letter um you know to the trademark registrar asking whether your mark is really distinctive in nature so you don't go ahead to waste money but the law provides that where you've gone ahead to do that your funds your money can always be um, refunded back to you um this is based on the notice of withdrawal of the applicant um which has to be done within a prescribed period of time now section 20 which talks about opposition of marks states that an opposition um, takes place within two months from the date of the publication and notice should be given to the registrar now in this apple inc case the opposition um the the publication of um the opposition oh, sorry the publication was made in the late 2019 and um apple made an application to oppose it that same period um so yeah so take note that steps one of the very this these types of opposition um is very crucial when it comes to trademark application so don't let any um trademark agents deceive you that you can get a trademark certification in less than three months because um the opposition um publication lasts for two months and i think that's like a general thing um so finally um my final thought i do not see any resemblance in prepare peer logo uh, which happens to be a meal planning service company and the apple inc apple logo um who happens to be a tech giant um, but we, we would want to see how the whole thing how the whole um position plays out at the end of the day um currently there's a petition um against um apple called save the pair from apple and it has over 23,000 signatures um um on this um petition asking just you know to draw more lights and um make sure that people are aware of what's actually going on because if the apple iphone canada hadn't made that publication i bet a lot of people would not have known that um, apple was actually challenging um a a fruit logo a pear fruit logo company out there but yeah hopefully everything um you know is in favor of natalia monson's company so yeah that's that's it for the first case we'll get into the second case after after this break now to our second and final case the case of reels with s against reels with z so this kind of this reminds me of the nigerian um entertainment case between kids Kiz, that's K-I-S-S, Daniel, against his former record label on, um, you know, his name. So he changed his name from Kiz to Kiz. So this is kind of like this. So um, over the weekend, um, Reels, that is Reels now with the Z, um, which was launched in September 27th, 2006 
and has over 50 million reach in the US says that the Instagram new short video um, feature called um, Reels that was launched on the 5th of August infringed on its name and long-standing trademark. So if you recall, I said trademark is anything, is a source identifier. Um, so it could be your name, your logo, your sign, your symbol. So the initial case that is the prepare and apple ink cake was about um the logo but in this case and we're talking about um the the name um and its trademark basically so the network parent company called hubab broadcasting um says that reels of instagram has um infringed on its goodwill and is likely to confuse consumers and is suing them for trademark infringement trademark dilution and unfair competition and also seeking um for an injunction banning instagram and facebook from using reels uh and also damages in any amount that is to be determined by the court so i'm going to give you guys um just break down what it is exactly that they are suing for so we've already established that trademark is a source identifier so what what is um, a trademark infringement and this happens when someone uses the mark of another person for commercial purposes um, without the consent or permission or authorization of the trademark owner and this is also you know the case for every other um, IPs out there so now another way for a brand um, or a trademark owner to you know um, expand or grow itself is by going into exploring branding strategy um, by adopting strategies for different markets approach um, in the same country now remember i said huba broadcasting is the parent company of reels channel so in this case huba broadcasting um, has explored product extension branding uh, with it being the parent brand and Reels channel being the sub brand um, for a new brand extension. So um, I'm going to look at the the other aspect of what they are suing um, Reels for. So I do know I do think that there's actually a likelihood of confusion because even in the pronunciation Reels again Reels. So it, it might seem like it's a tongue thing, but it's not. It's just that it's just too similar and confusing. And the only difference is the letter um, behind the reel. So reels, um, which ends with the S, is the one is a new short video feature that Instagram created. I know I have I've done like two videos of it already, and I'm sure a couple of us or most of us have seen um, some reels video or an Instagram. Um, while the reels channels own um ends with a z um so yeah um what what is um what are the criterias or what can qualify as a trademark um infringement so in a case where um there's likelihood of confusion any mark that um attempts to confuse or cause um, confusion among the consumers and causes damage um to the trademark um owner um is done in bad faith is it's set to be 
um, a criteria for an infringement. On trademark dilution, according to INTER, which is the International Trademark Association, it defines dilution as an act that weakens um, the uniqueness of a famous mark. So in this case where Reels, as a Reels channel, is suing Reels of Instagram for trademark dilution, they're basically saying that Reels using their, their name and weakens their brand, basically. And this is different from a trademark infringement because in a trademark dilution, the infringer uses the mark connected uh, with a goods or services but not with the aim to compete with the famous mark so reels of instagram has no doesn't have any business or does not even want to compete with reels channel but rather just want to weaken um the the mark itself in question and the aim like i said is not to compete with the famous mark and this which is why this deserves a level of protection beyond the standard of likelihood of confusion which is like the basis of a trademark um, infringement so for a trademark infringement the difference is in a trademark infringement there's going to be a likelihood of confusion while in a trademark dilution the main game or aim or goal is to weaken the um, uniqueness of that particular brand in question so what are the elements of a trademark dilution um, fame so the mark in question must be famous just like reels channel um, it's mark is famous and um, which is why it came after reels of Instagram stating that I wanted to dilute or weaken um, its mark that's already existing um, necessarily showing um, the second one is necessarily showing that the owner of the famous mark uh, must exhibit or show proof of likelihood of dilution rather than actual existence of um, the dilution in question then the final one is that it protects the strength of a mark for the owner from the entity um, that is reels channel reels um, instagram that that would weaken the ability of um, reels channel um, to identify and distribute the goods and services so types of dilution you have blurring so for instance now when it has what i'm talking about um, blurring as the trademark and dilution um, in this case where reels um, belonging to facebook and instagram uses reels channel uh, which is identical to reels that is connected to a goods or services even though it is completely unrelated to the plaintiff's group so like we said reels of instagram is a short video feature that was introduced on instagram while reels channel is a broadcasting and um, sub brand under broadcasting and the aim here is just to weaken um, um, reels channel um, um, and like section 9 of our trademark act provides that in order for you to register a mark the mark must be distinctive in nature and reels channel when you registered um, its mark was a distinctive one which was why the application was approved um, another one is tarnishment in this case um, the third party uses the mark in an inappropriate way that is a sexual or offensive uh, way or content and so yeah so what is of unfair competition what is unfair competition um, this is like a dishonest practice uh, where um, the national law sets the commercial and legal environment 
um, by trying to ensure that there's fairness in competition and as a result, complement the protection of intellectual property rights. Examples of unfair competitions or unfair acts would be misleading adverts, um, violation of trade secrets, and which are usually not dealt with by specific laws. Um, unfair competition law is meant to protect, to give protection that no such law can provide. So these are the three, I've touched on the three areas which Reels channel was suing or is suing and um, Reels of Instagram for. So um, for me, my own conclusion is that there, there's a huge um, likelihood of confusion. And I, I hope Instagram, um, the founders of Instagram, the owner of Instagram, current owner of Instagram does a good job in, you know, um, either by changing their name or, you know, coming up with something else, another feature that uh, will not infringe or um, dilute Reels channel um, IP. So, yeah, I think, I think I've covered everything. I would say I've covered everything. So, if you really learned something new today on likelihood of confusion with regards to trademark, do let me know. Send me an email. Do a comment. Uh, if you're just joining, this is the first podcast I'm listening to. Please um, share your thoughts. Um, as for the um, listeners I already have, thank you guys so much for always consistently listening to me talk about IP. Um, the goal is to create awareness and educate people that is creative and innovative. So, yeah, I think that's, um, that's it for me. Until the next IP series. Uh, Stay safe and have a nice day, guys. Bye.